Is that the new iPhone? Yeah, got it on T-Mobile. Fastest iPhone deserves America's fastest LTE network. Introducing the amazing iPhone 8. It's the best iPhone yet, now on America's best unlimited network. For a limited time, save up to $300 on the amazing iPhone 8 after 24 monthly bill credits. And now join T-Mobile's iPhone upgrade program for free. Eligible trade-in and finance agreement required. If you cancel service, you may lose promo credits. Contact us for details. Video at 480p. Small fraction of users over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speed. See store for details. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Spurs on the Locked On Podcast Network. And I am your host once again, Jeff Garcia. And thanks for pressing play once again. And what a way to end the week here at Locked On Spurs than to proudly and happily say... The Spurs are on their way to the Western Conference Finals to face the Golden State Warriors, a matchup that many have been waiting for for quite some time to see two titans of the West, let alone the NBA, square off for a chance to face uh, whoever comes out of the East and in the NBA Finals. It is going to be a great series, uh, a very interesting series, and uh, let's just say uh, bring it on, Warriors, but... That's going to be for a show for later. I'm looking to bring in Locked On Warriors host, uh, Danny LaRue. And, but that is just something to prepare you because we're about to recap Game 6. And as you probably know by now, the Spurs went to Houston and pretty much ended the Rockets' uh, season, crushing them. I mean, just obliterating them, 114-75. to 75. It was not a contest from the get-go, not at all. The Spurs went in there without Tony Parker, without Kawhi Leonard in enemy territory. Oh, and by the way, they had a rookie who outscored an MVP candidate, James Harden. All that just shaped up to a massacre. Uh, The the Rockets looked lifeless. They looked like they had no business being on the Spurs um, court, with the Spurs on the same court. It was just a joke from the beginning. It was a, I mean, look, a lot of people probably were bored by the game, but I'm happy. The last thing the Spurs needed was a game seven where anything can happen. And right off the bat, I guess my uh, thing I have to say is this team is just something I've just, I mean, Popovich, what credit does he get? The system worked out many going into this series uh, this game six. I'm sorry. We're thinking Spurs have no shot, no Kawhi Leonard equal, no shot. They just shocked the NBA world right now. They went in there and beat them uh, to a bloody mess without an MVP candidate, Kawhi Leonard. That's just amazing. It was a team effort, a total team effort, and hopefully we saw the resurrection of LaMarcus Aldridge, who paced the Spurs in Game 6 to the tune of 34 points, 12 rebounds. He shot 62% from the field, knocked down both his free throws. He had one assist, one steal, just two turnovers, three personal fouls. He was a plus 21 for San Antonio whenever he was on the uh, court. It, you know, Kudos to him. Hopefully, this will get him going because the Spurs are definitely going to need it uh, against the Golden State Warriors in a few days. But LaMarcus Aldridge just looked like he was being aggressive again, taking advantage of the uh, Spurs' size against a very small Houston Rockets team. I mean, when James Harden is defending LaMarcus Aldridge, you best bet that LaMarcus has a huge advantage, and he did take advantage of that uh, in Game 6. 
Right off the bat as well, you got to look at the play of Jonathan Simmons. You know, coming off a game where he looked uh, fabulous in game five in that overtime win in San Antonio. And, you know, can he do it again? Well, he had no choice. He was starting for Kawhi Leonard. He gets the starting nod. And in 31 minutes, he finishes off Houston with 18 points, four assists. He shot 67% from the field, knocked down one free throw, knocked down the three. Uh, he did it all. I mean, he was showing his athleticism. He was jamming it on the Rockets uh, right down the paint and looking them, making them look like they had no defense, like it was just Matador defense. You loved everything, the energy that he brought, um, the enthusiasm he brought, the different dimension that maybe Houston wasn't ready for uh, facing a, um, a, a Spurs team because uh, he's been buried in the bench for quite some time. And, hey, you know what? I like what I saw out of Jonathan Simmons, at least in the past two games. Now, coming into game six, Simmons was averaging close to 12 points per game. And uh, right on par, he hits 18. So hopefully he just keeps this going. This All he has to do is keep this going, him and LaMarcus Aldridge. Now, you may be wondering, well, why? Why did the Spurs go in there and beat the you-know-what out of the Rockets? Well, the Rockets didn't help themselves whatsoever. And perhaps the biggest, biggest blight on their Game 6 and how they ended their season was James Harden. Surprisingly, James Harden came up small. He did not show up whatsoever for Houston. Let's just say, at one point, he had more turnovers than points he had uh, at least after one quarter five points and five turnovers he was the rockets biggest uh, i guess headache he did it, he basically did it to his own team he just did not show up whatsoever he looked lifeless he looked like he had no energy he it, he shot 18 percent for the game Two for 11. He did that in 36 minutes. Now, credit the Spurs. The Spurs, you know, threw bigs at him whenever he drove into the lane. They ran at him to get him off the three-point shot. Uh, he was just a really a non-factor. You would think that coming off a game five uh, uh, loss the way they did, that they'd come back just raring to go and ready to right the wrongs, and especially with Harden, because he showed up or did not show up in overtime in game five that he would come and make his presence felt. He made his presence felt for the Spurs. I think he was probably the Spurs MVP. If you really think about it, six turnovers for the game uh, did not really connect in a lot of shots. I mean, he, he he, two for nine from the three point line. I mean, that is not your supposed MVP NBA candidate, Uh, but Harden uh, didn't help his own team as well. Eric Gordon too. Gordon didn't show up whatsoever. Two for nine from the field, 22%. Finishes with six points. He had a couple of three-pointers, but really wasn't a non-factor. A guy that was just lighting up the Spurs from deep, Ryan Anderson, 0 for 6, didn't score a bucket. You got Lou Williams, who was uh, thought of as a big uh, regular season acquisition from L.A. Lakers to Houston, 3 for 7. He finishes with eight points. The only bright spot, perhaps, for Houston was Trevor Ariza. 20 points and 5 rebounds. He shot 50% from the field. But when Trevor Ariza is your leading scorer, Houston, you have a problem. And it was a big problem in Game 6. The Spurs took advantage of the size. Size matters against Houston, and the Spurs exploited it. 62-18 to in paint points. Let me repeat that. 
62-18. to Devastating. Just simply devastating. Um, it is, is just... Look, I'll be honest with you. Going into Game 6, and especially when they announced that Kawhi Leonard was not going to play, I said, cross fingers, maybe there's a chance. Look, the Spurs were 7-1 without Kawhi Leonard. Um, now they're up 8-1. And um, they beat Houston without Leonard in Game 5 late in the game and, of course, in overtime. So there was a chance. There was a chance they could do it. And boy, did they really do it tonight. This just goes to show you exactly how potent the system is, how important each player is to learn to play their role and stick to it. You do that, Spurs, you win. And it was evident tonight. The Spurs' defense was insanely good. 28% shooting for Houston. They had 14 turnovers leading to 22 Spurs points. Did they even show up? Look, hey, it took six games for the Spurs to advance. I'll take it. Yes, it was costly. You saw Tony Parker go down. You saw Kawhi Leonard get banged up. But fortunately for the Spurs, uh, we know that Parker is done for the season. But Kawhi Leonard didn't play in game six. Okay, so there's one day of rest. The Spurs play the Warriors uh, Sunday afternoon. So you have, what, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Okay, you have three days of rest for Kawhi Leonard. I'll take it. They're going to need him versus the Warriors. You, you got that right. It is the situation where any rest for him worked out. Popovich gambled. Look, he could have gone with Leonard. He could have said, hey, I'll take a 80% Kawhi Leonard. Uh, going up against Houston in their home court, but he elected to sit him out. He said You're, he's not playing. That took guts. That took a lot of guts to tell your star player, "I know you want to go. I know you want to give it a shot. I know you want to be there for your team, but you're not sitting. You're not playing. You're sitting. You're not even making the trip. You're not even going." Um, wow, Spurs. I don't know where to begin. I mean, there are so many players that deserve a pat on their back. You're looking at Dejounte Murray, the rookie. 5 for 10 from the field. He finishes with 11 points, 10 rebounds, a double-double for the Rook. David Lee comes in. He gets two rebounds and two points. Manu Ginobili chips in with a bucket. Patty Mills, who got the starting nod now, 14 points, 7 assists, 3 rebounds. As I mentioned, Simmons, Pau Gasol, 11 rebounds, 10 points. His length really bothered Houston. And he was blocking shots. I think for the game, he had three blocks. He was just making his presence felt. And that's what you want out of Pau Gasol. They had the advantage in the middle. And the Spurs clearly took it. Danny Green, 10 points. Finishes 50% from the field. Six rebounds, two assists, two steals, two blocks. He brought the defense and then some. He also didn't back down from Trevor Ariza, who got a little chippy with him uh, in the game. You love that fire and passion out of Green. The Spurs have to play with that fire. They need it every night, and I'm glad you saw it, I saw it, we all saw it in Game 6. The Spurs did it offensively, they did defensively, they took care of the ball, look for the game, only 8 points. Their transition defense off that, 4 points for the Rockets off those 8 turnovers. Awesome. Awesome. They were getting the 50-50 balls. Second chance points to the Spurs, 15-7. The biggest lead... For the Spurs was at 1.42 points. 42 points. That's how much of a non-game this was. Did the Rockets even show up? Did Harden show up? Apparently not. 
So kudos to the Spurs. This was a phenomenal win. They took care of business early, which I liked. They didn't get complacent in a game six coming off an emotional game five. You saw players step up offensively. And even without Kawhi Leonard, other players stepped up. You know who they are. Murray, Green, Mills. The list goes on and on. Simmons. So, and then Simmons got the starting job too because of Kawhi Leonard coming out. And he was paid off, paid dividends. You love where this team is at right now. You like their 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 state of a game, their state of mind. They're clicking on all cylinders. And you can't tell me that without Kawhi Leonard in a game, or it's a season closing game for Houston, a closeout game for Houston, they're in enemy territory. You can't tell me this first team is thinking like, you know what? We need Kawhi Leonard. But if for some reason the big guy can't go, we have what it takes to beat any team without him. And they're going to need that confidence going up against the Golden State Warriors in a few days. All in all, a solid win. I I mean, I don't even know where to begin. The defense was awesome. The offense was great. The ball was moving. They were trusting each other. They were knocking down shots. They were playing defense. They made James Harden a non-factor. Now, granted, you know what? Personally, I think he checked out. I think he looked like he was not into the game. I think he just vanished. In the post-game talk, he took the blame, and rightfully so. He should take the blame. He is the uh, franchise player for the Rockets. But at the end of the day, you got to credit the Spurs. They did what they needed to do to win. And boy, did they take advantage of that, of a uh, Rockets team that looked mentally shot, mentally broken. Now, I talked uh, with Locked On uh, Rockets host Ben DuBose, and uh, unfortunately, he could not make it. But he gave me his take on what happened to Houston. He says, game five broke them. That's all there really is to say. He went on to say that uh, it's not about the uh, X's and O's. uh, But uh, when you lose by 30 at home with no Kawhi Leonard, that that just tells you something right there. Um, So ultimately, he feels that just game five wrecked them. They had a total collapse mentally. And uh, it really came down to Harden. So... Uh, it looks like pretty much on par what I've been saying is just the Rockets were just, they were drained. They were mentally drained. They were devastated off uh, the game five uh, loss to San Antonio in overtime. But bring on the Warriors. That will be next. Now stay here at Locked On Spurs because I'm sure we're going to, I'm going to have a game preview with Locked On Warriors. Uh, uh, Danny LaRue, I'm sorry, <laughs> you're a blank there. I'm, I'm swimming in the Spurs win right now. Uh, by the way, am I the only one who's glad that it wasn't like a overtime close game winning? I don't think my heart could have taken another game like that. All in all, Spurs got the W once again. They're moving on to the Western Conference Finals to face the Warriors 114 to 75. Spurs eliminated the Rockets in six games. Up next are the defending West champs. Will the Spurs have what it takes to take them down and move on to the NBA Finals? We'll know soon because it's coming around on the corner this Sunday afternoon. But with that, soak into the win right now, Spurs fans. Enjoy it. Have fun. Talk a little friendly smack with any Houston Rocket fans you know. I mean, hey, we just put away the uh, in, in-state rival right now. and uh, But after a few days, let it go. We got to focus on the Warriors. And with that, I'm going to put a lock on this episode of Locked on Spurs.